What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute conservatives, let the games begin. <laughs> it's just that one and I've been 24 years. I've been living like four to Whoa. That was like a burp, dubstep, robot takeover, and curse on my entire family all in one. Theoretically, that should be enough internet for today. Excuse me, I'm f***ing out of here right now. But we're all scum peasants and we want more. So here we go. There is a major lives of TikTok scandal and it all twists and turns and connects to the morning toast. In the words of Bruno Mars, don't believe me, just watch. You're seeing a lot of leftist news outlets claiming that Judge Mizell, who struck down the mask mandate on planes this week, is unqualified, according to the American Bar Association. I'll tell you why that doesn't matter and what you can say to people who bring that up. There was a mini fire festival situation at Coachella, which is very juicy if you like seeing influencers suffer. And the same Hollywood who has been sucking the teat a Big Mama Pharma suddenly wants to make a new movie about how evil Big Pharma is. Our hellscape has just gotten bigger. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. Until this week, you had to be really, really, really fluent in fringe influencer culture to know the name of Taylor Lorenz. I say that because she's a Washington Post journalist who has tried to cancel absolutely everyone, but mostly influencers. Her career has been built on covering the habits of young people, internet trends, and social media habits. Most importantly, though, stalking people that she determines have the wrong political views and attempting to ruin their lives. One of us could be next. Honey, you've got a big storm coming. Now Taylor is trending again because she wrote an article doxing the girl who anonymously runs the libs of TikTok account, even showing up to various homes of her family members. But before we get to that, first, let's establish this villain's origin story, shall we? Taylor Lorenz grew up in old Greenwich, Connecticut, attending boarding school and eventually graduating college with a degree in political science. She has said that it was all the time that she spent on Tumblr in her 20s that started to fuel her interest in all things internet culture. You really think someone would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? Taylor Lorenz has tried to destroy multiple people's lives because she disagrees with them politically. This entire episode could be about Taylor Lorenz if I wanted to do that, truly, but I'll just give you two notable names. Claudia and Jackie Oshry, hosts of the Morning Toast Pop Culture Podcast. Why did she go after them? Because their mom is Pamela Geller, a controversial conservative activist. The First Amendment protects all speech, not just ideas that we like, but ideas that we don't like, because then who would decide what's good and what's forbidden? The government? Uh, violent rioters. So back in 2018, Claudia and Jackie were hosting a podcast of a different name called The Morning Breath, and it was owned by Verizon. And Taylor Lorenz wrote an extensive hit piece about them for BuzzFeed. She dug up every anti-left or anti-Obama tweet the girls had ever made over the years and all the controversial things their mom had ever said. She's a witch, I tells ya! Burn her! Burn her! 
Friday. The article resulted in the morning breath being completely canceled. They were dropped by Verizon and really didn't know what was gonna happen next. And that's why now we have the morning toast. Of course, toasters could argue that Taylor getting Claudia and Jackie fired was actually the best thing that could ever have happened because now they own their own podcast network, Toast News Network, which is the home to several podcasts. Plus, they're able to work and live without the fear of being fired just because someone doesn't like their tweets. You can do whatever you want. It's whatever. But here's where things get weird. A few weeks ago, right before Taylor came after Lives of TikTok, she was crying on the news about being bullied herself online. I've had to remove every single social tie. You feel like any little piece of information that gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the internet to destroy your life. And it's so isolating. And terrifying. It's horrifying. This girl is a sociopath. I don't really know what else to say. If Taylor was worth her weight as a journalist at all, she would have seen that there is potential for a real story about how libs of TikTok is completely changing culture. It's not the user's identity that matters. By the way, in Taylor's article about libs of TikTok, she threw in that she was an Orthodox Jew. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Kind of weird because the Oshery sisters are also Jewish anyway. What matters and what is actually interesting is that by just gathering a bunch of videos in one place, that other people share themselves on the far left, Libs of TikTok has become one of the most important conservative activists in the country. That is the story. But because Taylor Lorenz is some sort of sadist, instead of asking questions to see why the content that Libs of TikTok posts resonates with people so much, she's just opting to try to destroy it instead. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, which is who Taylor writes for, and the Washington Post is doxing libs of TikTok. The media and big tech are one big conglomerate racket, and we need some major reform and defamation lawsuits, a la Covington kid style, to fix this. <laughs> a little fight now. I like that. Have you seen all the headlines like this one from Rolling Stone that says Trump appointed judge deemed not qualified by bar association, voids mask mandate on planes, other travel. Is that true? Is Judge Mizell not qualified? Get ready for the fresh squeeze juice here. The ABA or American Bar Association is different from a bar association or state bar. The ABA is a private and voluntary organization that heavily leans left. They're the ones saying that she's alleged not qualified. Big whoop. They're gonna say that about every judge appointed by President Trump because it's President Trump. There's probably some amazing lawyers that aren't in the ABA for this reason. The fact that the left doesn't understand this says more about them than this judge, but liberal media outlets will run with this narrative the rest of the week and try to convince people that Judge Mizell isn't qualified. Now you know what to say back to them. I was very concerned the other day when a Gen Zer told me that she had never heard of the Fire Festival. Was that you? Yes, that was me. Wow. I had to Google it. Fired. <laughs> and I got to his office fully prepared to suck his Please, for the love of God, tell me cute conservatives know what Fire Festival is. This episode would be way too long if I have to explain the whole Fire Festival story and everything else we have to talk about. So if you don't know, there's two documentaries on it on Netflix and Hulu, and you can also Google it like a normal person, Val. <laughs> there's no way I can describe it other than like But was it really poor planning that caused the Fire Fest to go down in flames? And I blame the cheese sandwich for bringing down the festival. 
The event's producer, Andy King, says it was the food's fault. Many are saying that the Revolve Fest at Coachella last weekend was a baby fire festival. Revolve is the super mega popular online clothing company that carries all the trendiest brands. It's literally like my favorite store. And they are the pioneers of influencer marketing. In fact, influencers posting about Revolve and using affiliate links accounts for, I think, 75% of Revolve's annual revenue. Here is a day in my life as a super famous influencer and my job's a lot harder than you may think. The first thing I did this morning was wake up beautiful, as always. Then I spent the entire morning staring out of my floor-to-ceiling windows. Then it was time for makeup, which all I do is lip gloss. I'm not like other girls. Then it was time to work, so I sent out a few emails. Then I had to order Uber Eats because I had no food. And then I spent the rest of the day perfecting my TikTok dance moves so I can make some good content for you guys. Love you. So when their yearly party that they throw for influencers right before Coachella turned into a full-blown disaster, it was pretty juicy. Revolve Fest is an event that's totally tailored to influencers so that they have cute places to take photos and fun things to post. Kendall Jenner's 818 Tequila has a booth, there's free merch, there's a huge carnival swing that Venmo sponsored, and tons of performances like Jack Harlow and Post Malone. But what ruined the experience for a ton of these influencers who were invited was a transportation disaster this year. Some influencers were allegedly standing in the scorching desert heat for up to seven hours waiting to get in without food or water because attendees were supposed to be able to use a Revolve-provided shuttle service to get in and out of the festival. Really? Really? We got two. Oh my god. These people are like, we haven't got one turn in four lives. Revolve put out a statement and pretty much blamed everything on the fact that the reason people got left behind and abandoned was because of health guidelines and that they were just trying to abide by them because, you know, they deeply care about the safety of their guests, whatever. They said, we sincerely apologize to all the guests who were impacted. We always strive to provide a great experience and we promise to do better. I mean, it's obviously an exaggeration for people to compare this transportation mishap to the fire festival, but I would kill to be a fly on the wall at the Revolve offices right now, hearing how they plan to really make it up to their influencers since, you know, the influencers are a massive part of their business. fly on the wall. You know what else I'd like to listen in on? The totally hypocritical convos that producers and Hollywood execs are having about an upcoming film about Big Pharma and how evil it is and the role that it played in the opioid epidemic. Yeah, it's gonna be called Junction and is going to star Sophia Bush and Jamie Chung. Okay, first of all, how is this movie even getting made? For over two years now, these people have simped hard for Big Pharma and literally demanded that everyone trust them about jabs and juices. But now they wanna come out with some artistic criticisms I can't with these people. I never can with these people. But will I be watching because I need to fuel my obsession with all things Big Pharma talk and the opioid epidemic? You bet I will. Still salty though. In the meantime, watch Dope Sick on Hulu. That is very old homework that I gave you a long time ago. But if you're behind, you can do some extra credit by watching that. There has never been anything to compare to the epidemic of OxyContin. <gasps> It's not the drug that's the problem, it's the addicts who are abusing it. I'm so sorry. I never prescribed that drug for you. That company's been lying to everybody. See if we can find some hard evidence against top executives. The warning label will be changed. 
sales will plummet. This could create an opportunity for us. Patience will be on it indefinitely. Gods, we're definitely on our side today compared to yesterday. So much tea. Every time that you tap the heart on a politics episode, it's a nice little thank you to me and the whole politics team who put an episode together every day for you. Do you know what Fire Festival is? Unlike my producer, did you get the reference? Oh, and would me doing an episode of the Spillover that's all about the opioid epidemic interest you? Because it's something in the back of my mind that I've been wanting to do, but I've also been kind of like, I don't know if they would like it. So do me a favor. Share this episode, hit the save button, let me know your thoughts on those things. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, and that will be the last show until next Tuesday because I am going to Liberty University this week for a fashion show event with the Turning Point USA chapter there and pro-life clothing brand Culture of Life 1972, which is who I am wearing today. So hopefully I'll see you there. Get tickets if you can go. It is for a great cause. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.